COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, folks. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Canvas Sativa. You can find me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. And I'm in, I'm in and around all the major podcasting platforms such as Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, uh, and, and iTunes and all the other platforms like it. So, again, don't want to keep this episode specifically too long. Um, another another sort of car episode. Um, hopefully, hopefully we ha- we 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 edit this out and uh, and and polish it up a, a bit later. But um, now now that I've been 
now that I've been recording a bit more in my car, um, yeah, so I, I want to use those opportunities when I get those opportunities. So let's do that. So this is from the folks of Marijuana Movement, and this was written by Kyle Yeager. Um, he's always putting out good articles and, and, and good scoops on, on, on cannabis news throughout the world and country. So definitely check out Marijuana Movement if you have not already and support them. Because again, the the biggest show of appreciation, whether it's for my podcast and whether it's for um, cannabis news pioneers and, and reporters like like the greats of, of, of Tom Angel or Kyle Yeager or any of these other um, premier marijuana pundits and journalists, um, cash is the best appreciation to show that you like their work. And cash is the best appreciation to show you like my work. Um, you can become a Patreon at at uh, patreon.com slash podcast. Or, again, I mean, all this is going to be in the description. Um, you can become a Patreon. Um, cash app is I am Cannabis Sativa if you want to donate money. Um, that's my cash app. Um, pay, again, all those links are going to be in, in, in the description. So... Um, if it's not in the description of this upcoming episode, it's definitely in the description of previous episodes. So if you want to get keyed in on all my socials, all that stuff, that's that's in the bottom of my show notes. So definitely check out other episodes um, if if you want to get that info. Um, all right, so this is so this is from the folks of Marijuana Moment and um, Tater Tots of 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 the Magnolia State of Mississippi. <sighs> As well as that state Supreme Court and that state legislature, they're continuing, continuing to play games on on something that 74% of, of Mississippi residents voted on and said yes to. They're continuing to play shenanigans, they're continuing to play games, and they're continuing to meddle upon the will of the voters and the will of the people. And and that that's unacceptable. And again, I mean... Tater Todd's going to be up for re-election next year. So this guy, this guy, we can make cannabis an issue that makes this man lose re-election. Now, will it be the case that that happens? I highly doubt it will. I, I think I think he'll sail, sail through re-election because, again, I mean, people, people political behavior of, of various states, again, sometimes you may have sudden... Sometimes you may have sort of uh, some some sometimes you may make a lot of leeway and make a lot of progress on a reform, but again, a lot of it, no matter what state you are, it's timing. It really is. Um, if you had asked me if I if I thought Louisiana was going to was going to decriminalize cannabis um, like this year or last year, if you had asked me if I, I thought that was going to happen soon, I would have told you no. Or that they, or, or that they made um, medical marijuana accessible for um, any condition that a doctor or nurse sees fit. If you had asked me if that was going to happen, um, I, I wouldn't have believed it. It, it would have. But again, and all all those things happened within the span of one year. So again, um, conservative states that are very conservative and reefer hating, a lot of times they tend to stay that way. But when you can get leeway or when you can um, get some progress or some traction in a state, you'd be a fool to not try to do so. So, um, so yeah, I mean, 
we got to keep that in mind, obviously. So, again, so, I mean, Mississippi has a lot on its plate right now with, 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 with this meddling, with the people voting on it. And the law, the the mayor of Madison, Mississippi, is being like, oh, this is improper for our people. And the Supreme Court striking down what 74% of people voted on. So lots, lots of meddling um, throughout the Mississippi government. And again, we've, we've talked to friends of the show. Um, we've interviewed um, activists and, and people in Mississippi. Um, the political establishment from top to bottom hates the plan and hates the people that use the plan. And friends of the show have gotten threats for trying to 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 implement the will of seventy four percent of the people, getting threats for trying to get sick people medicine. Um, lots of sick people out there. The governor of Mississippi is hinting he might veto a medical marijuana bill that lawmakers have been negotiating unless they sharply reduce the amount of cannabis it allow patients to purchase. So again, um, title of the article is Mississippi governor suggests he will veto medical marijuana bill if lawmakers don't reduce purchase limit. Governor Tate Reeves, Republican, said in a Facebook post on Tuesday that he feels that three and a half grams per day per patient is too much. But that's in line with what that's exactly okay. Three and a, three and a half. That's that's not that's not even that big of a deal. That's an eighth a day. Most people don't smoke an eighth a day. Most people don't have the wallets to do that. So this guy being this 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 plantating governor that is that feels he knows better than seventy four percent of the people in the state, this plantating governor believes that he knows better than most most nurses and most doctors, and he wants to get between your doctor and your patient relationship. He wants to get between what 74% of you guys voted on. This guy needs to be this guy needs to be smoked for good next year. Will that happen? I doubt it because it's a Mississippi's a deeply conservative state and people although people like weed in all 50 states, they're not going to put it over, you know, gun rights, taxes, stopping illegal immigration, um the border, yada yada yada. They're not going to put they like weed and they want to use it as a medicine, but they're not going to put that over education. You know, like, again, I mean, I'm, I'm in my thirties. I, I, I have a, I have an appreciation for the more important things in life, you know, like, like the relationships you have and the friendships you have and, and, and all that and, and, and family and watching family grow up and watching family advance. Um, I'm, I'm more into that than just live for me these days. You know, I'm, I'm out of my twenties. I'm no longer, you know, I'm no longer in the young demographic anymore. I've, I've aged out of it and I'm, I'm, and I'm all right with that, you know, cause then you start caring about more important things, but let's continue. The governor's demand is the latest headache for legislatures, legislator, legislators as as they tried to enact a medical cannabis program in line with what voters approved of in 2020 before the state's highest court invalidated the initiative for procedural reasons. I repeatedly told, I've repeatedly told the members of the legislature that I'm willing to sign a bill that is truly medical marijuana, Reeves wrote. 
quote, one that has reasonable restrictions to ensure that it does not have an adverse effect on Mississippi's economy. It's only going to grow your economy, bro. Um, States that have access to medical or adult use marijuana, the real estate and and the property values in those legal states tends to go up. So that's only going to boost Mississippi's economy because the houses in that state, when when medical marijuana dispensaries open, those houses become those houses become worth more money. So that, but without without even without even without even selling the marijuana to anyone, just having those dispensaries there, just being in a state that has it, raises property values. Again, you're not you're not even you're not even doing the selling of the weed yet to the people in that state. You, like again, you're just I mean, just doing that is going to is going to is going to go a long way. It, it it really will. But um yeah, I mean, you're you're already growing the economy without again, you're not even selling the weed yet. You're just again, you're just you're just opening the dispensary and the and the property value just goes up. Imagine, imagine if you sell it and you have more revenue to, to throw to the roads, the schools, um, infrastructure, um, you know, highways, potholes, all that stuff. Imagine you had more money to, 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 to get that fixed or more money to do good, good tornado or hurricane preparedness. Imagine you had that cash lying around. Um, but... I don't know if these politicians want to do that. They don't want to implement what the people are demanding to get done. So all these people, hopefully next year, they get smoked for good. Because, he, again, he's up for re-election next year. This guy can get dropped like a potato politically and he can get smoked for good politically. But I doubt it's going to happen because, again, people, they like weed, but they they like the other issues that, that they vote on a lot more. So... We got to just be pragmatic and realistic about that. Governor Tate Reeves said in a Facebook post on Tuesday that he feels that three and a half grams per patient a day is too much and the legislature should simply cut that in half to start the program and reassess after several years if more is needed. The governor de- governor's demand is the latest headache for legislatures as they try to enact a medical cannabis program that's in line with what voters in 2020 voted on before the state's highest court invalidated the initiative for procedural reasons. I've repeatedly told members of the legislature that I am willing to sign a bill that is truly Medica Marijuana Reeves wrote. One that has reasonable restrictions to ensure that it does not have an adverse effect on Mississippi's economy. One that has a reasonable restrictions to ensure that it does not disrupt Mississippi families. A program that helps those Mississippians who truly need it for an illness, end quote. In many ways, the work done on the original draft of the legislature's bill helped address some of these issues, Reeves said. But there's one remaining point in question that is very important. How much marijuana any one individual can get in any given day, end quote. Lawmakers have made several concessions to the governor as they have continued negotiations on, le- on legislation to replace the voter-approved ballot initiative measure, and advocates hoped everything that would be resolved in time for Reeves to convene a special session to pass it this year, as he suggested that he would do. But as the goal posts continued to be pushed back, it became clear that legislatures legislators are 
are or would need to tackle the reform in the 2022 session. So again, we're, we're, we're going into year two of this. You had 74% of voters in Mississippi that said, we want medical marijuana legal last year. 74%. When, what issue do you have seven, what issue in your state in, in all these 50 states, you have 74% of people agreeing on. Um, I mean, what what other issue? Like, like, I mean, I don't even know. It's like, like, like giving women the right to vote. Is that, is that at 74? I mean, it should be at a dang near 100. But I, I don't even know what other issues that are at 74%. I mean, I mean, we, I mean, we've, I mean, women have been able to vote since the 20s in the United States. So again, I mean, again, I mean, not something we should not turn the chapter back on 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 any sort of progress by any sort of marginalized group. But it's like again, you still have morons in this country. You still have people like, oh my god, well we gave them too much power, da da da. So we should not. We we should should we really give them the right? So you have idiots like that. I'm I'm not gonna even address losers and morons like that. But it's like, I, I don't know what other issue in this country is at 70, it's like over 70%. I, I really don't. Should we fix a, a pothole in this city or in the city, in the state? Maybe that, I don't know. But I, I don't know any other thing that has three quarters of the population approving it. Because we're so divided in this country. But let's continue. In many ways, the work... The work done on the original draft of the legislature's bill, excuse me, help address some of these issues, Reeve said. But there's one remaining point in question that is very important. How much mar- marijuana can any one individual get in any one given day? On um, tater tots, that's between that's between the citizens of your state and their nurse or doctor. That is not your determination to make. That's not the cart's determination to make. And that's not that's not your determination to make, and that's not the lawmaker's determination to make. That's between that doctor, that nurse, and that patient, period. Mine, you're flipping beeswax, bro. These politicians that hate the plant and hate the people that use the plant with boomer mentalities. Again, Reeves is not a boomer. He's an exer. But again, I'm again, you can be a millennial. You can you can be Gen Z. You can be 24 years old and have a boomer mindset. So again, it's not limited to age, but boomers tend to manifest this the most. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he's 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 pushing a boomer cannabis is bad sort of mindset. Or maybe I experimented around with this in college, but I'm gonna continue locking people's butt up for it because because my family values. All right, let's continue. Lawmakers have several concessions. Excuse me. Lawmakers have made several concessions to the governor as they have continued negotiations on legislation to replace the voter approved measure. And advocates hope everything would be resolved in time for Reeves to convene a special session to pass it this year, as he suggests he do. But as the goalposts continue to be pushed back, it became clear that legislatures would need to tackle the reform in the 2022 session. The governor said on Tuesday that the bill that lawmakers have produced so far provides virtually unlimited access to marijuana once you qualify. He then did some math to estimate how much to estimate how many standard unit joints could be lawfully dispensed each year in Mississippi if 300,000 
patients maxed out their daily 3.5 gram limit by his count 1.2 billion legal joints again that's between that's between again tater tot if you're listening tater tot that's between the citizens of your state and their doctor and and or nurse that's not your determination to make like how many times do I have to ram this through your brain christ Let's 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 keep going. Quote, call me crazy, but I think that's too broad of a starting point. The governor, who has repeatedly gone back to the legislature with requests for revisions as they've worked to finalize the bill throughout the year, wrote, quote, it is determined in the future that that more pot is needed. If it is determined in the future that more pot is needed in Mississippi, that can always be increased in future legislative sessions. But will they do that? Will will they just break their promise and continue to have it continue, or will they just break their promise like like they have with the voters already, with with implementing this? What what seventy four percent of the voters want? Well, they are they going to continue to 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 renege on the people and and um. You know, are they going to continue kicking the can down the road and watering down what what the people voted on? I don't know. But again, I mean, people like the plant, but they're not going to put other issues above it. So we we always got to keep that in mind. Call me crazy, but I think it's too broad of a starting point. The governor, who was who has completely gone back to the legislature with requests for revisions as they've worked to finalize the bill throughout the year, he wrote. If it is determined in the future that more pot is needed in Mississippi, that can always be increased in the future, in future legislative sessions, he said. Why not start carefully? I believe that's a reasonable approach. Again, this is a doctor and patient relationship to make. This is not his determination. And that's why he should lose re-election. But again, he won't, but that's why he should. In a just world, a guy like this would lose re-election. A guy, a guy like this that that wants to go against what 74% of the taxpaying voters voted on. A guy like that should not keep their job, or a woman like that should not keep their job. House and Senate leaders announced in September that they had come to an agreement on the reform, yet the governor came back with several objections, forcing legislatures to go back and make some compromises. Even after they did that, Reeves held firm on what leadership says are unreasonable demands. If you disagree, I respect your opinion. We can sit down five years from now and take a thorough review on the actual outcomes. But as a dad of three daughters that I love dearly, I cannot put my name on a bill that puts that much marijuana on the streets of Mississippi. Um, Tater Tot, there's plenty of marijuana in the streets of Mississippi already. People are just going to a street pharmacist to get it. If, if dispensaries are, are available for people to use for medical purposes, instead of going to that street pharmacist, that money is going to go into Mississippi's... Um, um, it's going to go into their budget because they're, they're, they're paying a, a, a tax to get their medicine. Again, I don't believe medicine should be taxed. But again, I mean, certain states, you're only going to get medical reform done if you do that. Again, we always preach pragmatism on this podcast. We can't get everything we want. We got to push for what reforms we can get when we can get them. 
let's 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 continue. I cannot put my name on a bill that puts that much marijuana in the streets of Mississippi, he said in the new Facebook Facebook post. I hope that legislative leaders will see fit to consider reducing the tremendous amount of weed that they seek to make legally accessible so I could sign the bill and we could put this issue to rest. It remains to be seen whether leaders will be willing to make the additional change on purchase limits or push ahead with the current plan and risk a gubernatorial veto. Reeves has consistently talked about his concerns with the marijuana purchase limit, including during a briefing last week. There are plenty of reasons for urgency on getting this reform enacted. Beyond the obvious that patients are sick and may benefit from cannabis, there is a fact that legislatures worked on the reform because the state Supreme Court shot down the medical marijuana legalization ballot initiative that voters overwhelmingly passed last year on a constitutional technicality. Lawmakers also said that giving the chance giving them the chance to pass legislation during a special session before the end of the year would have helped them address large issues like appropriating coronavirus funds when the legislature comes back in session next month. One additional complication that legislatures have faced is the Agricultural and Commerce Commissioner Andy Gibson strongly insisted that his department not be responsible for licensing marijuana businesses. He sent out letters to lawmakers and the state attorney general to express his opposition to regulating the program. Do your job or get voted out, bro. Do your job or get bent. Legislatures responded by placing that possibility with the health department. An earlier draft version of the legislature's marijuana bill sought to build upon the measure that voters approved last year by adding hepatitis, Alzheimer's, spastic quadriplegia, and chronic pain as qualifying conditions. After receiving an initial recommendation for medical cannabis from a licensed practitioner, patients would have to go back to their physician for a reevaluation six months later. Yeah, th- you're seeing this a lot on the Gulf Coast, man. Florida, it's every seven months. And now Mississippi, it's going to be every six months. I, I believe that that's price-gouging tyranny, but again, this, the, the, this is one of the most conservative states in the Union. So, again, pragmatism here. But let's, 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 let's drive this home and finish. There would be a weight-based excise tax imposed on cannabis sales. 15 bucks per ounce of flour or trim. Dang. That that's steep. So 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 you can get like a so you can get like a $50 half ounce of shake for let's say 50 bucks. But because of that automatic 50 because of that automatic $15 tax, it's going to be 65 bucks. I mean, I, I think that's kind of ridiculous. I really do. I don't think medicine should get taxed at all. But got to meet people where you are. I mean, you got to meet people way, where they happen to be. And got to support pragmatism. Got to get the, the wins when you can get the wins. But let's, let's, let's continue. There would be a weight-based excise tax imposed on cannabis sales $15 per ounce of flour or trim, as well as the state's general sales tax. No home cultivation. No home cultivation would be permitted under the measure. Smoking cannabis would be allowed, but not in public spaces. 
A poll released in June found that a majority of Mississippi voters support legalizing marijuana for both medical and recreational use, with 63% saying they want the legislature to pass a bill. Let me repeat that again. 63% of the of the Mississippi voters want the lawmakers to pass a bill that mirrors the ballot measure they voted on last year. So 63% saying they want the legislature to pass a bill that mirrors the ballot measure that was nullified by the court. A state committee held a series of hearings to take testimony on what medical cannabis legalization bill could look like should lawmakers decide to pass the reform legislatively. The governor said earlier this year that I support the will of the voters and I think we will have a medical marijuana program in Mississippi. He said it's imperative that we get it done and we get it done quickly. All right, so the ball is going to be in the legislature to, 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 implement, to implement tater tots tyrannical measures. These tyrannical, I knew better than doctors and nurses measures. But that's probably going to be the only way you get medical marijuana in Mississippi. So let's let's hope that that a deal is reached and that this gets signed. But again, don't want to keep this episode too long. As always, you can find me anywhere you find podcasts. There's iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TNN Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Canvas Steva. You can find me on Twitter at ICStevaPod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV. 
nine. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.